You're listening to Level Up Radio. Massively multiplayer online role-playing games have been a staple of the internet for quite some time. However, I have only ever spent a significant amount of time playing one of those games, and that game was City of Heroes. I don't exactly remember when I first started playing the game. I know that I played the beta, because it was free, and I know that I played it very shortly into the launch of the game. I don't think I was there on day one, but pretty close after that. I remember seeing the blue box art sitting on shelves at places like Walmart and Best Buy and getting very excited about this game that I really wanted to play. However, I knew it had a $14.99 a month subscription. And when I was in college, it I just didn't have the extra money or, well, I probably did have an extra 15 bucks a month, but I didn't necessarily want to convince my dad who helped me handle my finances that it was important. So I didn't. And it was not until I got into a free trial that let me play the game for 15 days or maybe a weekend, I can't remember, and got absolutely hooked on the game. At that point, I took my extra money, I went to Walmart or Best Buy, I can't remember, bought the disc, went online, signed up on the website, and paid for a regular subscription pretty much so then on out. The game had a unique way that it would update. It had about twice a year, maybe three times a year, major updates that they called issues. And these issues were like miniature expansion packs that would add new zones to the game, new enemies to the game, new power sets, all sorts of different things. And these issues were always a really exciting time. So there might be once in a while I would let my subscription lapse for maybe a month or two, but when the new issue came out, I was resubscribed and I was there playing the new content. I was subscribed more than I wasn't subscribed. Let's put it that way. And then when City of Villains came out, I believe is when my wife and I began to play together pretty regularly. She was my girlfriend at the time. And I remember getting her the game and saying, hey, let's let's play this together. She was at home. I was in my dorm room. The game worked really well on my cruddy dorm internet. So that was a really awesome part. I ended up buying a computer. I was, I was playing on a laptop initially, but eventually bought a secondhand PC from a friend of mine, shout out to Darren, and played it very regularly and enjoyed the game immensely. It wasn't something that was, you know, addicted to. I could put it away. I made good grades all throughout college, made it to all my classes, all those different things. But what it actually became was this time for me to spend time with my wife, even though she was at home and I, I really couldn't be there, my girlfriend, couldn't be with her all the time so we would play city of heroes together i remember a lot of times on saturday afternoons and saturday evenings i would go down to chipotle i would get a fajita burrito no beans extra spicy chips and guac go home eat my burrito or go back to my dorm eat my burrito and play city of heroes late 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 into the night on saturday nights with my friends it was a joyous part of my life However, I remember in August 2012 when they announced the shutdown of City of Heroes. At this point, my wife and I had been married for four years, and I did not play it as regularly as I used to. I still maintained a subscription off and on, and when those new issues would come out, I would jump right in and keep on playing. She did not play it as regularly as she used to either. At this point, our lifestyles really didn't 
uh, allow it. We were very busy with school and life and work and all these different things. And when I say school at this point, I was teaching and she was working as an academic advisor at a private school. So yeah, we were just involved in the school ecosystem. But during the summers, we would play. But I remember August 31st, 2012, when I saw, tweeted, City of Heroes is shutting down. I was devastated. Absolutely devastated. I couldn't believe that this thing that I had spent the last however many years, 2004 to 2012, in my life was going away. It was rough. I was not depressed. I mean, I got it. Game shut down. I was angry. I didn't want this to happen. I sent letters to NCSoft. I signed all the petitions. I did all the things. I, I mailed people le le physical letters to all the way in Korea to try to get them to not shut this game down. But there was absolutely nothing that could be done. And I was there in Atlas Park on November 30th, 2012, just a few months after the announcement when the servers went dark. However, this isn't necessarily a story about City of Heroes during its lifetime, but instead, what City of Heroes is today. The game went dark. The players were scrambling for an alternative. There was Champions Online, which was okay, but just not near as good. It did not allow for the extreme character customization. It did not have the coolest of the power sets. It had a very different art system, much more cel-shaded and comic book style. And although I don't think it's a bad game, it was not a good replacement. And I remember shortly after in 2012, the newly formed company Missing World Media decided to start a Kickstarter for the game that they were going to call a spiritual successor, City of Titans, which I am still very excited about because as far as I understand it, they are very close to beta and for launch. Of course, this is going to be an indie MMORPG. I don't know how good it's going to be in comparison to the launch of the original City of Heroes. But everything they have put out in the way of graphics and screenshots and trailers and story and lore does look pretty cool. However, it will never replace Paragon City. And here's the interesting thing. It looks like it's not going to have to. I would often Google City of Heroes updates to see if there was anything going on. I got into a regular practice of doing this. In fact, I wouldn't have known about these secret servers if I didn't continue to do that regularly. Specifically on Twitter, I would search in the search bar on Twitter, City of Heroes, just to see if there were people having conversations about the game. I often like to follow people who used to play. We would get really nostalgic about it. I would look for, you know, just, just people out there who love this thing that I loved so very much that was dead and gone at this point. And I remember in er late April, doing that very same thing like I always did, and coming across an article on Kotaku that said that since City of Heroes had shut down in 2012, there had been a private server maintained all of that time with the Issue 25 update that never actually launched. And there had been three-ish, four-ish thousand people playing all these years that I 
was mourning the loss of my favorite game. I didn't really know how to feel about this. I was frustrated, number one, that I didn't know about it. I was a big fan, but so were hundreds of thousands of other people when the game shut down. And as I continued to research the people and the situation behind this, I realized that it was this very secret, invite-only situation where people were playing the game and they didn't want NCSoft to know, they didn't want to get a cease and desist letter, and it was the Issue 25 update in all of its glory. Wow. Well, what happened was that the City of Heroes community, that, interestingly enough, it, this game has been dead and gone for years now, is still really passionate about their game. This City of Heroes community rose up and started to communicate with these people who they knew now because some YouTuber broke the, broke the secret embargo knew about this, knew about the secret server, said, we want in, we want on. And so those people decided to make it public. And in that making it public, it obviously was crashing the servers. No one could keep up with it. And someone sent a fake cease and desist letter, which freaked everybody out and they shut it down. However, now that it was known that there was a copy in the wild that could be attached to servers and be playable, that changed the game entirely. And the folks at City of Heroes Homecoming, cohhomecoming.com, took it upon themselves to say, we are going to bring this game back for anyone who wants to play. I've been playing City of Heroes regularly now for almost half a month. In fact, by regularly, I can tell you that pretty much so any spare moment, I haven't been grading papers, spending time with my wife, which if you're listening to this, dear, I apologize. I have not spent as much time with you recently. I've been playing a lot of City of Heroes. In fact, probably just a little bit too much, and I'm starting to get slightly burnt out. I'm going to have to put on the brakes a little bit, but it I mean, to really express this, I want you guys to understand this. It was literally like finding your one of your closest friends died, and then you find out a few years later, they're fine, and they're just like they were. In fact, they're better than they were before, because I never played Issue 25. I never touched any of that content. I had never been to Kalisti Wharf. I had never touched some of these power sets. I'd never seen the new base builder. And... Now you have City of Heroes Homecoming and some other server initiatives that are trying to keep the game alive. City of Heroes now will never die. It will be completely impossible for it to because the code is now out there for anyone who wants to do something with it. It's always going to be findable on the internet. Even if NCSoft, which they haven't yet, which is very interesting. We'll talk about this in a second. Even if NCSoft sends a cease and desist letter, somebody else is just going to roll up a new server. So yeah, I may be restarting characters semi-often, but so far I've been playing on the same server for multiple weeks and they haven't done a thing. I don't know if they will. It's kind of interesting. What the homecoming server initiative is trying to do is number one, they set up an LLC and they're working on a nonprofit organization and their goal is to be very transparent with it that they are only going to raise money to cover server costs. In fact, interesting statistics. They have had thousands and thousands of players on these on these new private servers. They raised all the money they needed to cover a month of expenses in less than 20 minutes. That is very impressive. 
And it goes to show that this game never really died in the hearts of people. And there are so many that are very excited to be playing City of Heroes again. Now, I fully expect for this private server initiative to eventually kind of wane and become pretty unpopular. Um, this is a game that's really never going to get updated again. That was one of the cool things about City of Heroes. Once the, the newness goes away, once that engaging with all the content, replaying characters, remaking your favorite archetypes is all done, I think it'll slow down. But that's okay. Because I remember when I typed in my username and password and jumped into character creation, created my character, and was in Atlas Park, I had tears running down my face. Because something that I thought was dead was still completely alive. Now, there's a lot of other lovers of games that servers have shut down that won't be able to tell the same story. But the experience and the emotion and the drama behind this private server is something so unique. And it is a very cool part of video game history. Thank you for listening to Level Up Radio. I'll see you flying the friendly skies in Paragon City.